And welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you. And the Lucio Ball Little Theater has another production coming up just around the corner beginning on March 8th. It'll have Harper Lee's uh, uh, presentation of Harper Lee's play To Kill a Mockingbird. And, of course, uh, it's going to feature a cast of local residents and uh, folks from the Jamestown community to learn more about the production. We have the director in the studio with us. We have Richard Olson-Walter along with Jamie King-Prunty who is uh, in the play, along with Matt Smith. Uh, gang, thanks for taking time out and talking with us today. Thanks, Jason. Good to see you. Happy to uh, have you here and talk about this. So, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, the uh, the show that's coming up, as I noted, around the corner for the Lucio Ball Little Theater. And, and before we get to the actual show, uh, Richard, let's talk about the Little Theater really quickly. Remind our listeners what the Little Theater is all about and why it's important to have here in our community. Well, the Little Theater is um, is really uh, the central hub downtown for, for local community theater. Um, we have a season of six shows this year, uh, musicals and plays, uh, some comedy, some drama, and we are obviously open to the public uh, for auditions. Anybody who wants to come down, take part, whether they want to start as an extra or get backstage or even be at the leading man or leading lady, anyone is welcome um, to take part and be part of you know the, the great work we do down there. Right on, right on. Community theater alive and well, thanks to the uh, Lucio Ball Little Theater. And uh, bringing a classic to the uh, stage here in the Jamestown mm-hmm. area starting next month in March, it's going to be uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Why, why did we select To Kill a Mockingbird for uh, this season? Well, it's something that um, the Play Selection Committee were looking at doing, something that would connect well with um, the youth uh, of Jamestown. And obviously it is select reading in Jamestown schools and elsewhere. And so I think it's our eighth graders who will be reading that. And so um, we we have got a special rate for anyone with a valid student ID, $7.50 to come and see, and see the show. Uh, and we're hoping to really engage with that that uh, that community, uh, and uh, you know, and help um, educate them. And I think it's also a play that speaks to a lot of issues that are going around, um, you know, in in the current climate. So it's a, it's a good uh, a good pick, I think. Yeah. Killer Mockingbirds are classic. I think it's required reading for anybody mm-hmm. in uh, education, no matter where you're being educated, especially here in New York State. I remember uh, having uh, to read the book uh, on a couple of times occasions uh, throughout my uh, my education. In a nearby Falconer, but but obviously some people may be unfamiliar or can't remember what To Kill a Mockingbird's all about. So really quickly, a synopsis of, of what the uh, the play entails without giving too much of it away. Obviously, sure. Um, ultimately, um, it's a play um, that's focused on a young girl called Jean Louise Scout. Um, and her relationship with her father, Atticus Finch, who is played by Matt Smith, who's here today. Um, and it just follows um, through a particular period of, of her childhood where um, Atticus is enlisted to defend uh, a black man called Tom Robinson, who has been uh, wrongfully accused of rape of a white woman. And it follows that that trial and uh, the way in which um, the, the community there uh, sort of fractures around that experience. Right, again, we're talking with uh, Richard Olson-Walter, who is the director of To Kill a Mockingbird, taking place at the Lucille Ball Little Theater here in Jamestown, uh, beginning on March the 8th, also on the 9th, the 15th, 16th, as well as on uh, the, the 10th and the 17th, so several showings, right? Yeah, we've got um, yeah uh, the the, uh, the two Sunday shows, the 2 p.m. matinees, obviously the Friday and Saturday, 7.30 in the evening, and we do have um, an extra show on the 8th at noon, which is aimed at the schools in the local area. We have schools as far as Gowanda who have already booked tickets, but... If you are a, an English teacher at a school around here, feel free to contact us. And it's $5 tickets for your students on that particular performance. That's noon on the 8th. All right. And again, in addition to uh, Richard in the studio, we have uh, Jamie King Prunty along with uh, Matt Smith. And uh, Jamie, maybe I'll start with you. Is, is this your first show at the Louisville Ball Little Theater or have you done productions in the past? It actually is not. I am joining the theater after about a 
12 year hiatus, I was in the best, the best uh, Christmas pageant ever. And I was, uh, I think around, I was about 12 and I was a lead, I was Alice Wendelkin, but it was my whole family, mother, my mother, Detective Peach was involved in, as well as my little brother. And it was a great uh, production put on by uh, Bob Terry Berry. Right on. You've uh, taken some time away then. What brought you back to the uh, the theater? What made you want to uh, audition for uh, this play? Well, um, I'm quite good friends with Richard, and he told me, and I was instantly intrigued and interested, and you can't say no to that accent, so <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a bit of it. But also, it was um, it was a very powerful play, like uh, someone mentioned before, especially in like today's political and social climate, and I'd wanted, I wanted to make it uh, come alive the best way I knew how to, and I thought, why not? So I auditioned, and here we are. And then what role are you playing and uh, what have you done to uh, prepare for the role? <laughs> so I'm playing Calpurnia and she, her job, she's tasked with minding the children because Atticus is, Atticus' wife is, has passed. So she's supposed to be taking care and helping bringing up um, uh, Scout and Jim, their siblings. And um, they're a bit rambunctious. And, or she's very bad at keeping track of them. I haven't. She's hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided, but it's... Um, well, it's, there's a bit of a, a lot of comedic relief that can be seen through this. You know, she's constantly telling them to do things. They don't really listen. But also, um, she's kind of stern with them because she loves them and um, despite everything. And I, tra- I channeled my, actually, my grandmother is uh, from the South. She's from, Virgin- she's from Virginia. And uh, I had to, you know, there was a one part in the play that I absolutely have to just scold the children. <laughs> and I just... Uh, <laughs> Thought back to when I was little, I did something I wasn't quite really supposed to do, and I I channeled Grandma Marianne, and anybody who knows her knows exactly what I am talking about. You do not want to be on the receiving end of that. It's funny that we get to draw from these life experiences yeah. to help us out uh, with these uh, these uh, presentations we do on the stage and whatnot. And uh, of course, uh, not only do we have Jamie in the studio with us, but we also have Matt Smith. And, and Matt, you've got a uh, heavy hitting role. You're playing Atticus Finch. And when it comes to uh, characters in American literature, or any literature for that matter, I mean, he's somewhat of the at the pinnacle or near the top of uh, nearly infallible characters who are everything that's right with an individual and it's it's just somebody that I've always admired the role of uh, Atticus Finch uh, what's it like trying to get into the shoes of Atticus, Atticus Finch somebody who's uh, that strong of a literary character it's kind of overwhelming because he's such an icon um, he's the the epitome of ethics and morality and, and especially for the time period in 1935 you know he truly believes that all men are created equal and the community he lives in doesn't necessarily believe that, depending on the person's ethnic origin. So um, it's an honor to play such a part. Um, I'm, I'm just thrilled, and I'm thrilled to be at, back at Little Theater after a little bit of a hiatus. Um, wonderful cast to work with. Uh, the set's coming along. Uh, the, the, it's going to be an excellent production. I'm just, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be there and working with all these wonderful people. We talked about To Kill a Mockingbird being based off it, being the, the book, the novel by Harper Lee, and of course uh, adapted into a film in the 1960s. Gregory Peck played the role of Atticus Finch. We talked about this off the air. I think everybody's seen the film at one point or another throughout their lives, but you said that this isn't something that you turned to immediately once you got this role and said, well, let's see how uh, Gregory did it and see if I can 
fashion myself. You wanted to put your own sort of uh, stamp on the role, right? Yes. Um, you know, obviously, I don't look like Gregory Peck. I don't sound like Gregory <laughs> Peck. Um, you know, he, he, the movie script is a little bit different than the script we're using as well. And, you know, I, I could never fill those shoes. You know, there's a, it would just be too much. So, you know, I'm going to put my own spin on it, uh, my own interpretation, along with, you know, with Richard's help, of course, as director, who's uh, given me some wonderful insights in how to play the part and to interact with the people that I'm working with on stage. And I should say Matt's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Right. And, and of course, we've got the two cast members here in the studio with us, along with the director, Richard Olson-Walter. The two cast members in the studio, again, is Matt Smith, along with Jamie King-Prunty. But, but there's several other cast members. And, uh, Richard, I'm not sure if you want to be able to run down all of them. But I think, you know, one of the more prominent roles is obviously the lead role as a child yeah, scout, Yeah, we, we right? actually have um, um, the, the, the wonderful opportunity to have three young people in, in the, the cast. We have um, playing scout is McKenna Snyder. She, I believe, um, has done some stuff with the Junior Gilders, um, but this is, I think, her first lead role, and especially in a play of this nature, and she's doing a wonderful job. Uh, for her brother, Jem, we have Jonah Foley. The Foley family are heavily involved in uh, the Little Theatre, and in fact, every single one of them, bar one, I think, is involved in the production in some way, which is which is wonderful. And then in the role of Dill, we have Cyrus Jones, who um, is a wonderful uh, young actor, uh, a very nice comic turn. And the three of them, I have to admit, um, it's been a real pleasure to, from audition through, working with them, and I've done a lot of work with the three of them over the last few weeks. It's just been such a pleasure because they have such energy and they, they have absolutely no... Um, Sort of no filter when they when they have an opinion or a question they ask it and it's fun and it makes everybody in the cast around them sort of fizz and bubble with excitement which is great. Other other cast members are roles that I really stand out. Obviously, uh, the man wrongly accused. Tom Robinson. Yep, we yeah. have uh, Russell Lee, who um, is a, is a wonderful actor I've worked with before uh, with the Winged Ox players. Um, but he um, he came down with me to 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 take on that role. But we also have um, Skip Anderson, who's been in many shows over the years. He's playing Heck Tate, who's the sheriff of Macomb, Alabama. And uh, we have Daman Holland playing Reverend Sykes. Um, we have Brianna Matson, who does a wonderful job as Mayla Ewell, Bob Ewell. We have Kip Reynolds, who's known for his comedy in, in Jamestown, <laughs> yeah. but he's also known for his comedy in this role as well. He's fantastic uh, as, as a really nasty character, but he, 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 um, he's, he's almost appallingly, appallingly amusing in places as well. He's just... Uh, just he's you just, love to hate him. Well, I said to him, I don't know what you've tapped into here, but I hope it's not you because it's really, really is, you know, quite awful, but it's, it's a wonderful thing to see on stage. <laughs> So, and we have other people, Xander Chase, Adam Hughes, John Pickett, Wayne Hutton, uh, Earl Rothers, Paddy Cullerton, who just was the lead in No Sex Please We're British, um, Roxanne Spengler, it's her first time on stage there, Mary Lee Talbot, um, who is with the Chautauqua Playreaders, it's her first performance here. Uh, and I think that covers our acting cast. Who's, yeah. who, my favorite character, Boo Radley. A lot of people mm -hmm. love Boo Radley. Who plays Boo Radley? Adam Hughes is our Boo Radley. He's also my assistant director. And uh, yeah, he, he um, he's thrilled to have that role. Yeah, Boo he Radley doesn't it. have any speaking parts. He has, I think he has two lines at the very, very end. <laughs> yeah, he yes. has two. Adam, Adam signed on for that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, wow. it's, it's, he, 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 he's just about learned them. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love Adam Hughes. He does the... Uh, Great guy all around, but oh, also nice a good theater mm -hmm. guy as well. Uh, 
all of, all of them. So it sounds like you really put together a great cast, and it's going to be a, a great production. And, and obviously, I have a feeling that tickets will be hard to find as we get closer and closer yeah. to the date of the show. So you want to get them sooner rather than later. Yeah, What's tic- the best way to get them? Um, the best way to get them is to call our box office, which is um, 716-483-1095. Uh, tickets are available on general release right now, and our office hours are between 12.30 and 4.30. If you want to book your tickets after that time, you can go to our website, which is lucilleballlittletheatre.org, and you can go on the book now and, and follow through and order there. Tickets are already going very quickly for this show. Um, it is a show that's got a lot of attraction. We've got people from Ohio coming up and from Connecticut and elsewhere. So get your tickets. Otherwise, you'll be disappointed. And then just my final question for the two members of the cast is, you're, you're not making any money doing this. And I always like to remind people that community theater is important because of the, the volunteer work and the hard volunteer work that goes into putting a production like this together. Why do it? What motivates you to want to be in a production? Uh, knowing that the reward is a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears and uh, little financial gain, if any. And either one of you, either Jamie or Matt can take. Clearly, take this is a really, a really hot-button issue for you guys, yeah. Right. Um, so, it's, I mean, there's so much value in the arts. Um, and for a lot of people, for me especially, it's a really issue. You know, you go to your, you go to your job, you, you know, you have you know, your responsibilities and things that things that you have to do throughout the day in life, but you get to go and not be yourself and be somebody else and work with a great work with great people and create something. And it's just I mean, that's what's rewarding uh, for me personally. I just think there's so much value in being able, like Richard had said, to be able to tap into something and create something and uh, make people understand. I go, we're taking these people back to 1932 Maycomb County, Alabama, and that's really special. Right on. Matt? Um, I agree with everything she said. It's just wonderful to work with a a diverse group of people. Uh, I've made some wonderful friendships through the theater over the years, including um, my wife. (laughs) And um, it's important to support the arts. Little Theater has got such a long history downtown you know such a, a, an important place um, and doing shows like To Kill a Mockingbird uh, hopefully will uh, bring awareness to issues of race and inequality and you mm-hmm. know it's it's a very important show mm-hmm. to do all right well I want to thank you all coming in and sharing some uh, details about the show with our listeners and of course we'll keep them uh, in, in tune and reminded of not only this show but future ones on the schedule as well as we head through 2019 otherwise anything else you want to add Richard or anybody else wants to add before we wrap it up I, <laughs> I encourage everybody to come see the show and um, if you're thinking about it if you're like waiting for a sign buy the ticket audition for the play um, we'd love to have you and I can't wait to see what what becomes of the show and, and everybody and I'd just like to thank uh, thank the cast, the crew, uh, all our volunteers, front of house as well, because as you say, without them, we don't have a show. And so I really appreciate everyone's efforts on this. And I, uh, it's because of them that it's it's so far been probably one of the best things I've been involved with in theatre. It's such an exciting um, cast, and I'm really thrilled with how it's going. Anything else to add, Matt? No, I think he said it all. It's a, it's a, a wonderful experience, and I hope uh, you know the, if you come to see it, it'll be a wonderful experience for you too. Once again, the Lucille Ball Little Theater putting on To Kill a Mockingbird beginning March the 8th, continuing the 9th, 15th, and 16th on Friday and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. as well as March 10th and the 17th at 2 p.m. And to get your tickets, go online to LucilleBallLittleTheater.org.
Richard, Jamie, Matt, thanks for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Thank you.